being open to others' opinions. You know, it feels like we, we kind of live in a world right now that is just so divided and so full of tension and so full of information. It's really easy to find ourselves falling into these these echo chambers, if you will, where, you know, we're listening to people who share the same opinions as us. We're talking to people who share the same opinions as us. And it's really easy to then sort of shut everything out as nonsense or background noise. It's really important, though, for the good of our world to listen to other opinions. How can we do that while feeling really defensive of our own viewpoints and also being mindful to really stick to the facts? We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who's a Toronto-based storyteller, educator, and the founder of Sweet Lime Communications, Shalene Drakes-Tull. Shalene, thanks so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's such an interesting conversation because I feel like right now, you know, we're kind of in this in this state of, of mind that, you know, we just we we're on opposing sides, no matter what the mm-hmm. issue is. And there's just kind of this growing tension and this 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 growing, I think, resentment to want to listen to others' opinions. And I, we're all guilty of it, depending on mm-hmm. different conversations, right? But it feels like it's more so now than it ever has been in the past. Or is that just because we're inundated with so much information? I think it's a little bit of both. I think everybody can have a microphone. So there's a lot more opinions that are out there that we can access. But I also think that people are just a lot more defensive. And everybody feels that it's their way or no way. Mm -hmm. They're wrong and strong. And no one really wants to to bend to say, well, you know, maybe, maybe my opinion can change. Maybe I am wrong. Maybe I don't have the whole story. I think you're right that there is this growing defensiveness. And I think if we Mm -hmm. really, you know, if if we really check ourselves, you can probably think of an occasion that you have likely yourself been guilty of feeling that way. I know I have felt that way. Why do you think that is? Is there a clear reason as to why? You know, I don't know if there's a clear reason as to why. I think that it's always been the case. I think that maybe now because we we're online so much, um, and online can be such a toxic, miserable, violent place that everybody feels that they have to fight for their voices to be heard or fight for their perspective. Mm. And, it, you know, everybody has their own camps. It's like gangs. It's like gang warfare or something mm-hmm. where everybody is in a different gang and they feel like, you know, my gang is the best gang. So I'm going to fight for my perspective. You wrote about this in what was a really great article for the Toronto Star. Why did you want to write about this and, and take a deeper dive into it? Was it from personal experience or just from what you were seeing? You know, it, it's from personal experience. I mean, we all went through the whole COVID pandemic. We're all still going through it. And it got so nasty. Um, and, you know, some people lost friends. And I've had friends who are on different sides of the vaccine discussion, but we still manage to stay friends mm-hmm. by, you know, not being so defensive, by, you know, me trying to understand their perspective and them trying to understand my perspective and maybe getting to the point where it's like, you know what, we're going to agree to disagree on this and moving on. Um, and I've seen it happen more and more with other things. I even We know U.S. politics is very divisive, but we're even seeing this in Canadian politics becoming very divisive and people being online and not even considering anyone else's opinion and not even thinking that, 
you know, anyone should have another opinion mm-hmm. aside from, you know, the opinion that that person has. So it's becoming um, a situation where people are losing out on relationships with one another. It's getting so bad that people are not seeing each other as complex human beings that may have different opinions, but it's getting to the point where we're seeing people who have those different opinions as evil or as bad. Um, And that's like a a huge problem for us. Yeah. And and I mean, I think, you you know, you're sort of you're sort of leading us to, I think, what's become a a really frustrating point of contention for so many people where, you know, I think cancel culture kind of then begins to play Mm -hmm. into into some of this, too. Right. Where you you just won't entertain someone else's opinion to the point of wanting to cancel them. And I think we're, we're kind of maybe maybe shying away from that just a little bit maybe going into you know a better a better direction with that it's not quite as common as it once was um but it's really it's it's dangerous i think it it leads to it leads us to kind of a dangerous place if we're not willing to accept the fact that other people might think differently than us you don't have to agree with it but maybe you could entertain it it's really it's important that we do that isn't it it is so important that we do that it is it, it's improper so many different reasons um, for our own well-being, the well-being of our communities, the well-being of our children, um, you know, just how we experience the world. I've always found from my own experiences, when I go out into the world and I meet people who think differently than I do, I learn so much from them. And my how I see the world, my perspective of the world changes because I've gotten to know other people who don't have the same ideas or opinions or perspectives that I have, the world is only getting smaller and social media is only taking up more space for many of us. Like we have access to so much information and it's not hard to go onto Google or YouTube or whatever medium you want and look for information and look for the voices of other people to tell you their story. But so many of us are happy not to do that and to find, you know, our our group, our group of people who think like us and just sit in that and think that that's right. And because the world is becoming so much smaller and we have so much more access to other places in the world, other people, mm-hmm. we have to open our minds to, well, maybe what we thought was right is not quite right. Or maybe the opinion we held about something isn't a fully formed opinion and we need more information and that's okay it's okay to learn and to change and to develop as we gather more information we just have to be open to it i'm glad you bring up the word opinion because i think really staunchly feeling passionate about something based on opinion is is also not necessarily the strongest position to hold because facts need to be a part of what forms our our belief systems right right it's facts over feelings all the time. And it's not that I can disagree with somebody's lived experience. If somebody told me that, you know, they've had a bad experience because of a COVID vaccine, for instance, mm. I would never tell that person, no, that's not true, because that, that person has experienced that. But we would have to go back to the science of it and say to that person, well, you know, you've had an unfortunate experience, but that doesn't mean that everyone's experience will be the same because our science is saying different. And that goes for many other things that we would be talking about or perspectives that people might have. Um, Opinions, you can hold your opinion, you can have an opinion, and that's fine, we all have our own opinions, but opinions should never trump 
facts. You know, because we all have opinions and they're not all right. Right, (laughs) right. And this is something that, you know, most of us know or I think understand and and can appreciate. It's a lot easier said than done to be open to Mm -hmm. others' opinions when you really feel passionately uh, against them. So how do you suggest that we that we move forward? Do you have optimism that we can? I do have optimism that we can. I think the the first thing we have to do is start seeing people as people, you know, start understanding that we're all human and we're all going to have different ideas about the world, depending on how we were raised, what our lived experiences are. We're all going to think about things differently. If we can be more empathetic to people and their experiences, whether we agree with them or not, at least we can try to understand their perspective, where they're coming from. And if we can do that, we can then have a better understanding of them and why they think the way they think. There are many, many times that, you know, I've had to sit with someone else who has a a perspective that I don't agree with. Mm. And I try my best to understand why they would come at a topic from the, you know, angle that they've come at it from. Why do they think that way? And the more you talk to people and get to know them, get to know their story, the more you understand why they might think the way they think. And it just leads us to understand more about people and be more empathetic to people. You don't have to agree with everybody, um, but we do have to respect that other people will have different opinions than we have. And that shouldn't make us necessarily enemies. Hmm. I mean, if your opinion means that, you know, you don't see me as a human being, that's a whole different story. But, you know, if you disagree with me on something, we have to learn to be agreeable when we disagree and not take it to the extent where we now hate each other and we're trying to hurt one another. And not take it personally, which I think then and sort of leads us into that really defensive stance and exactly, makes for a really difficult. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Shalene, thank you so much for writing about this and for making the time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate of course, it. Of course. That's Shalene tell Toronto-based story, storyteller, excuse me, educator, and the founder of Sweet Lime Communications. And she wrote an article about this for the Toronto Star. You can, you can read it at thestar.com. Society depends on all of us being open to other opinions, 